I'm Nikki de Guzman. Here are the latest COVID-19 pandemic updates making headlines in the Philippines and across the globe. COVID-19 cases in the Philippines now nearing 19,000. This as the health department reports a total of 359 cases today. Of this, 176 are considered fresh cases, referring to patients that were tested within the last three days. 183 others are considered late cases, or those that are part of the government's backlog or a result of validation efforts. Metro Manila leads the numbers for both fresh and late cases, with a total of 72 cases today. Meanwhile, recoveries increased by 84 today, with six deaths. The Philippines has exceeded the 30,000 target for daily COVID-19 testing in the country. That's according to presidential spokesperson Harry Roque, who says the government was already able to conduct 34,000 tests in a day. He adds there are now 49 accredited COVID-19 laboratories across the country. Although the country has already met its testing target, Roque said the daily test figures will not always be consistent. Hindi naman po ibig sabihin na sa araw-araw ay may sakay siyang labindalawa. Pwedeng may araw na sampu o minsan walo. Ang punto po ay kaya natin magsakay hanggang labindalawa. So kaya na po natin mag-test hanggang 34,000 a day. Bagamat ang daily test rates po talaga ay magbabago at hindi po kaprepreho. Roque also announced the Philippine COVID-19 Task Force has allowed dine-in operations for restaurants and fast food establishments for areas under modified general community quarantine. But he says only 50% capacity will be allowed and strict health protocols must be observed. Pipili ng order sa menu na nakalagay sa mesa o sasabihin sa order taker na may isang metro na social distancing. Ang customer at server ay kailangang mag-sanitize ng kamay pagkatapos mag-order at magbayad. Sa pag-setup ng service station, walang buffet at self-service areas para sa food bars, condiments at utensils. Mag-designate lang ng lugar para sa take-away or pick-up. Ihiwalay na lababo para sa hand-washing ng kitchen staff at ng dine-in customers. Contactless na drive-through counters, pagsara ng play areas. The House of Representatives approves on second reading a bill that requires COVID-19 swab testing for vulnerable sectors of society. The bill's principal author, former Health Secretary Janet Garin, says the measure is not about advocating for an individual testing, but a pooled testing. Garin says using that method is more cost-effective and that it will not burden the country's testing centers. Garin stresses the importance of the bill, which is seen to sustain the gains during the two-month lockdown. We are advocating for a pooled PCR testing and, if possible, a combination of serologic antibody laboratory-performed assay, which the Philippine Society of Pathologists are recommending. Um, this means that if you have one million workers uh, returning back to work in specific areas, testing them will only entail 100,000 tests. Confusion among commuters and limited public transport, those are what Philippine Traffic Chief Edison Nebrija thinks caused the massive traffic jams in Metro Manila Monday, the first day of the general community quarantine in the national capital region. Nebrija says only 50 to 60 percent of EDSA's usual volume traversed the metro's main highway.
The buses that you saw yesterday, these are MRT bus augmentations. These are not the city buses that okay. we're trying to fix in. The city buses will come in on June 22. Because with the reduced capacity of MRT, for example, MRT3, to 13%, we anticipated that there will be a lot of displaced commuters. So to augment that, we put up buses there. Mm -hmm. And and the reason why it's only Ayala and Taft uh, Avenue, because those are the two endpoints of the MRT line. To further ease commuter woes, transport authorities have added two new bus routes, one from the north of Luzon in Bulacan and another from the south in Cavite. More routes are expected to be added gradually. Anytime na rin po yan na maaari nang bumiyahe yung napiling operator dyan sa ruta na yan. Mm -hmm. And uh, hinahanda na rin po nila yung kanilang mga units, mm -hmm. mga kanilang mga driver para naman uh, kapag uh, mag-operate sila ay eh, alam na po nila kung ano yung protocol. Ini-evaluate namin yung oh, yun, uh, oh, sa lugar mabuti para magdagdag uh, ng public transportation kung talagang napakalaki ng ating uh, public transportation demand. Amid commuter woes, Philippine Transport Secretary Arthur Tugade appeals to employers to provide shuttle services for their employees. Tugade also reminds business owners to comply with the COVID-19 task force mandate to allow only 50% of their workforce to physically report to work. He maintains it's the employer's responsibility to come up with flexible work arrangements for affected employees. Nagsusumamo ang pamahalaan at administrasyon, Mr. Employer, please do all this. At sinasabi po namin nung nakaraan, sinabi ng DTI, kung kayo'y magbubukas ng kaganapan ng paghahanap buhay, kailangan niya lang yung mga employer ay mag-provide ng ways of communications and transportation kagaya ng shuttle bus. Ito ho, sambot at sama-sama tayong magkapit-bisig nang sa ganun, ma-address natin yung tinatawag na balancing act in the performance of our mandate as transportation. We provide the modes of transportation as we balance our, that with our responsibility to make sure that the spread of the virus is contained. Tugada's plea comes after hundreds of commuters were stranded on the streets due to the limited public transportation. Some commuters were seen cramming in trucks that offered them a free ride. More ride-hailing vehicles set to go online to further augment the limited public transport under the general community quarantine. Grab Philippines President Brian Ku says authorities recently approved around 17,000 Grab drivers. He adds the company is now ramping up health and safety training to allow more drivers back on the road. Ku also assures the public pricing surges have been capped. What we've done is we've uh, intentionally depressed the surge, mm -mm. Uh, where, whereas before the surge cap was 2x the fare, okay. uh, we depressed it to 1.5x because we did not change the rates. Um, we were still adhering to the LTFRB fare matrix. Less than half of the expected 43,000 overseas Filipino workers due to arrive home this month can actually fly back to the country. Philippine Labor Chief Sylvester Bello III explains other Filipinos displaced by the pandemic had been delayed due to incomplete exit requirements. Don't support the 2,000 OFWs. Ang mapapauwi lang natin ay 16,679. Why? 
kasi sila lang ang nakakompleto ng mga papeles. Yung tinatawag nilang ikama or yung exit visa. Yung kanilang uh, uh, clearances from their uh, employers. At saka, siyempre, yung ticket nila pa uwi. Meanwhile, the Labor Department said some 25,000 OFWs stranded in various quarantine facilities are now back in their hometowns, successfully meeting President Duterte's one-week deadline to complete the massive repatriation program. The Philippine Trade Department is studying the possible lifting of its purchase limit on some basic commodities. This following requests from some manufacturers and retailers to lift the anti-hoarding and anti-panic buying ordinances enforced due to the pandemic. The DTI says price and supply for essential goods are currently stable. The department is also looking at possibly monitoring prices for bikes and gadgets as demand has increased due to the lockdown. Kung magtataas po ng presyo ang negosyo para sa bike or laptops, kung pwede po yung reasonable increases lang na hindi masyadong malaki na masyadong masakit for the consumer. On the consumer side naman, kung meron pong bahagyang increase na gagawin yung mga nagbebenta, report po nila sa atin and then we will see kung unreasonable po ba yung naging increase nila and then we'll take action. San Juan City officially launching the first phase of its dedicated bike lanes on June 3, World Bike Day. San Juan City Mayor Francis Zamora says bikers had begun utilizing the said lanes as early as Monday, just as Metro Manila shifted to a general community quarantine. This as commuters who struggle with traffic and adhere to social distancing measures look to cycling as an alternative mode of transport. Basically, these will be running through the main roads of Ortigas Avenue uh, and Domingo, Pinaglabanan, uh, Blumen Street, F. Manalo, uh, Wilson Street. So we are encouraging uh, all our bikers to use uh, uh, the bike lanes. Of course, we are not uh, relaxing. We are still following all uh, health protocols. At this point, uh, there is no particular barangay that we consider a hotspot. But uh, of course, uh, because of the GCQ, uh, things may change. ABS-CBN's Pantawid ng Pagibig program has partnered with WeCare, a community-based emergency response platform to supply the country's medical frontliners with much-needed personal protective equipment as they battle the ongoing pandemic. The chief finance officer of WeCare, Maria Victoria Betita, says the partnership is instrumental in scaling up their efforts to help the frontliners. It also has paved the way for more monetary donations and pledges from Filipino communities, not only here but also abroad. This has helped actually this effort. Um, if you look at the effort between ABS-CBN as well as um, our, our We Care, it, it actually that allows us to scale even more um, in terms of people who want to help. The scale that ABS-CBN has is actually very important. Um, just to give you a, an example, when we launched uh, the, the partnership between We Care and ABS-CBN, it's just been only three days, and we've had. 84 new cash donors within minutes. We had uh, 65 new pledges. And by the way, 20% of those pledges, or one out of five, are actually going from other countries. What we want to do here is optimize um, the, the resources that are available and let them go through those that are really uh, mostly in need. 
The country recorded 46 more COVID-19 cases among health workers, raising the total to 2,606 as of May 31st. Fatalities remain at 32, while recoveries recently went up by 60, reaching the 1,402. Agusan del Norte Representative Lawrence Fortun believes the sub-Judas rule does not apply to discussions on ABS-CBN's franchise renewal in Congress. This, as the National Telecommunications Commission and Solicitor General Jose Calida said, they won't be able to answer certain questions on the next hearing Wednesday due to the sub-Judas rule. Fortun disagrees, saying congressional hearings are always an aid of legislation. He adds there should be consequences for the NTC, despite its apology Monday, for failing to notify Congress about the shutdown order against ABS-CBN. The apology is well taken, and I think uh, because it was sincerely uh, uh, manifested, I think the Congress will accept that. But the action should not just be allowed to pass without any uh, action on the part of the House of Representatives, because this is going to be a bad precedent. No? And those were the latest. I'm Nikki de Guzman. For more updates, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.